so we are still to be decided I guess at one point some point <laughs> in the future maybe we will decide on a title um, I am Shanice I have a six and eight year old we are homeschooling unschooling not compulsory education schooling I'm Takesha um, mom of three uh, two four-year-olds and a six-year-old uh, we identify as unschoolers but embrace the term self-directed or child-led I'm not sure what other terms we use but I'm sure there are some others in there um, these are meant to be recorded conversations or conversations as they happen and not uh, highly curated podcasts we are alternative schooling so the children are ever present you will likely hear them in and out of the background if that bothers you for some reason you are more than welcome to volunteer to edit this podcast we would appreciate it we will appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi yeah so expect that a lot <laughs> um we do try to put them um have them in another room but they have gotten loud again right so what's today's, what, what is this recording's um, subject? So we're talking about community um, and what that means or does not mean. Community or life find it. Out. I feel like community, not what happens in New Jersey. Though <laughs> uh, um, so I hear that that's an issue everywhere, but. Well, we are in the middle of building community. I would say, um, what are what are some of the steps that got us to where we are? Well, I mean, if building is a loose term, not that we are not actively seeking to create and maintain community, but that we have been actively seeking, creating, and building this particular community for what five or six years now. Well, the, well, the unschool- close to it. the unschooling, yeah. Um, it's been a while. Um, it ebbs and flows, but it's it's had the pretty the same key players for quite a while. I think um, for me, with community, sometimes I feel like everybody thinks they want to be part of a community. They want a village. They want their tribe. Oh, I hate that term. Um, they want people. Um, to help with their growth as parents or homeschoolers or whatever but I don't think any of those people want to actually do the work or put in the time needed and that's where I have the problem no they don't so for a lot of people if they want community they want togetherness they want things to be happening they want coordinated events and times to decompress and they want a variety of things and a variety of topics and a variety of settings which is fine and we actually do all of that however they want them on their schedule and available to them without the need to actually participate and making that happen or maintaining it once it is happening And they want it online and offline. <laughs> so our community has existed. We have it. it. There are a group of people that participate or not. We have a variety of events always scheduled and public and made available. And people come and they go. 
But the problem seems to be with consistency. And that is because people join us and they like a thing or they like a couple of things and they want us to keep doing those things, but they don't want to add to the things or help us do the things or maybe do the things so we can just show up or just any combination of... Mm-hmm. It's one of the things... Um, when you said... Um, trying to get the thought to come back to me. And we're not saying that we're going to stop doing the things. We're going to keep doing the things and we benefit from the things from both individually and as a group. And we like having the opportunity to commune with one another. But it is frustrating when people come into the community and they connect with us or or their kids connect with our kids or some combination thereof. And then they disappear because the community is not exactly what they wanted or it's not doing things the way that they wanted or because they have to participate. And I feel like a lot of that is cultural, but I feel a lot of it is just a lack of honesty. People are not being honest about their abilities. I mean, not everybody who can't show up is doing so because they don't want to or they're flaky or whatever. Some people just can't. Um, or it's difficult for them. And if they were honest about that, then there are people within this community that could help them through it or coach them through it or support them however mm-hmm. they needed to. But I feel like a lot of it is also just we're not truthful about how relationships work. And so the dysfunction that people have with the concept of community, they also have the concept of marriage or healthy relationships. Parenting. Parenting, birth work. Being parented. It's not (laughs) just going to be good magically and if you have to work at it, it does not mean that it is bad or a problem Mm -hmm. or all healthy relationships take work hell even bad relationships take work <laughs> yeah you gotta work a lot to make something yeah. bad so, too so I mean you just you gotta put the work in and I feel like that's the concept that we're missing mm. and it's a general misconception that if people are like find your own tribe or make your own thing you think oh these people are over here building their community and they're doing it to their to cater to their needs so I should go over here and create my own community and start from scratch and create everything or you could just be part of the community doing the things that are they're doing. Oh, they have a play date on Tuesdays. I'm going to go to that. But I would like a play date on Wednesdays because that works better for me. Okay, within that same community, say, hey, guys, would you want to meet on Wednesday with me? Or find people in that. Like, there's other ways around that where you don't have to build your own thing from the bottom up. You can work within the same community that you're part of but and I think, add on to it. I think if that worked, that would be fine. But I think... The biggest issue with that is that it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you really wanted to go and build your own thing and you did it and it thrived or not more often Mm -hmm. than not and you continue to do it, that would be fine. That would be an extension of a community. People would go when they have the ability. But what happens more often than not is that we do these things. We decide we're going to build it from the ground up. I'm going to build it. They were going to come. And if they don't come, then that's it. I'm done with it. And now I'm on to something else. Can you put in the work? Yeah. Like what, 
What was the intention here? Mm-hmm. And that's just like your point with relationships. Like, I see something successful and I want that, but I didn't actually emulate it to the in the same way because I didn't put in the same work. I didn't put in the time. I didn't actually explore all of the ins and outs and the failures that come along with the successes of making something like that thrive. So, yeah, um, that is my you know issue with community or building community or building something that other people think that we should that they want to do like oh i love your group or i want to be part of that and i want to contribute but you don't actually join in um aside from that like uh, us talking about like the community that we build within like the homeschool group but even like our co-op i wanted to talk about like how we got here with at least having the small community that we can rely on that's maybe not exactly what we planned as far as like homeschooling of color or whatever but you know we as individuals come together and have been able to create a community with each other being able to rely on each other um following through on commitments um sharing ideas like these are all things that we've been we've been able to do together we invite other people welcome other people into our homes and to events that we have and it it works for us unfortunately it's not as big and as bountiful as we would like it but we do i think we but i feel sometimes too that we have not not the reverse problem but i feel sometimes like when people come to spend a day with co-op or whatever occasionally there are people and they just they don't know what to make of it mm-hmm. right and it's not because we're doing anything like off the wall or whatever i think a lot of people are genuinely frightened of functioning communities and it seems almost that those groups or that group um, and sometimes when we have wider homeschools of color thing, people are freaked out by how close the community appears to be, right? And mm-hmm. so then you, they want to be part of a community, but they don't want that community to be like family, which, which is, is a fair thing, but. Again, it's healthy boundaries and all of those things. And again, it's not that we're doing anything. We're not dysfunctionally close or anything like that. But our kids and the co-op particularly have grown up together and they've grown up in different capacities and they've met in different places and have different partnerships and and all of that. But they've essentially grown up together. So Mm -hmm. there is a closeness there that is hard for a new person. And I think what happens instead of realizing that there are long-term investments here mm-hmm. and that is why these kids are the way they are and they are very welcoming to everybody who shows up. So it's not that mm-hmm. they're excluding every, anybody, but I think people feel like, well, I'm coming in and I don't know how to be that close or 
I don't want to interrupt that dynamic. Whether those are valid concerns is debatable, mm. but I can see that happening with certain people as they come. And again, healthy communication, right? Say what you're feeling, say what your needs are. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially with people who don't really seem to have friendships of their own outside of those settings can get really freaked out about the co-op or even just like meetup days. It's interesting. It's I haven't thought of that. Strange, but I see it happening with people and you see the discomfort and you see which things set them off. And a lot of it is like the same way that people approach relationships, right? Like all of your baggage, you're now bringing to this setting. And because you haven't dealt with it or acknowledged it, it's the same reason why people can't commit to community. You've got all this stuff you haven't dealt with. Yeah, parse through. But it's, it's an interesting thing to see happening, especially with the kids and co-op or on co-op days because despite their close relationships and their bonds, they are still so welcoming, which is not something you would see necessarily in like a school setting or something else where those close bonds would require them to, not require them, but likely result in them being exclusionary. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Like when they're very welcoming despite their closeness and to see that freak people out and not know how to deal with that. All right, is that interesting. Ex- that is actually an interesting dynamic. So, okay, so if um, I think one of the questions we were asked in our group was about building community. So, then there's really no way of like giving people tips on how to build community because I feel like in order to do this, what we're talking about, you have to kind of be a little vulnerable in some ways or Absolutely. be open to. You got to be willing to show up and. I don't mean go to everything and show up, but I mean be available and not all the time, but like, let's take the, let's take homeschools of color, right? So I have to go out of my way outside of what my daily life is and what's happening to either schedule posts to go live, which I've been doing more of lately and confuses me because I will randomly start getting notifications for something that I posted two weeks ago um, and just not know what's going on. Or what I've had to do in the past is just make time to post things to just keep the group active and and not necessarily getting the feedback on that day to day. I know people are reading it. I see that people are reading it. And when I run into people in person, they're telling me that they're reading it, but they're not engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, and that excuse but, is something. Or they're not engaging in a way that may be beneficial to the wider group mm-hmm. or even necessarily me, but they are engaging in a way that keeps them tethered to the group in some way that would not otherwise happen if I just didn't make time to do that, right? So Mm -hmm. that's me showing up, me saying that this is important to me to keep this group at least active so much and that there are things here that apply, that are applicable. People can check in and look at even if they're not taking the time to comment. Mm -hmm. Showing up like, I'm going to post this event, whether people show up or not, 
generally because this is something that I'm going to be doing or not. So if I'm doing it and you want to do it and it works well together, then come and join me. What I will not do is post things that I have no interest in or go out of my way to do. So if you say to me, oh, you should do this thing that I'm not planning to do. No, you should do this thing. <laughs> and whether that happens or not, is not on me. But I show up in a way that makes sense for my life. But it is a lot of work. It is an extra thing. It is tiring it often happens at the end of a long week when all of my other things are done and so it is hard and i understand why other people don't want to do it but if you're trying to foster community you you've got to show up yeah i agree that's my thing like just following through and don't and ours repeating and saying I will be there and then not actually showing up. So now we're sitting here waiting for someone to show up that doesn't show up. Not that we do that anymore, but we used to do that. Like look, check the list to see who's coming and then actually look out for them and then they don't show up or you know, and just following through and editing. I mean, it's little things like even if that event didn't work for you, but. Um, one of the other things I think is kind of helpful is if you're planning to do something, even if you woke up that morning and like, oh, it's such a lovely day out, I'm going to go to this park, drop a line, invite another person, invite somebody else and build it that way. Um, somebody will be available. Somebody will join in. Somebody will probably be there. And also not worrying about ages so much. I feel like in a lot of these homeschool communities, when you, especially people who are coming out of like the mindset of like a put public school or what we call it non-compulsory school like you don't need your eight-year-old to hang out with other eight-year-olds that's not i mean i understand why you might think that but it's our great kids are, sometimes it's not a necessity for all human interaction outside yeah, of your home exactly especially if you're getting into it um we have kids of what we are the kids in our groups ain't range from three to eight Right? Is that about the age range? And they all play in different... The eight-year-old plays with the four-year-olds. The four-year-olds play with the six-year-olds. The six-year-old plays with the seven-year-olds. It's like just constantly rotating, and everybody has a different friend a different day. And it just is what it is. And we don't talk around as adults about um, what age we are and kind of relate on that level. We happen to all be in the same similar age group. But that, that doesn't matter. But... Those things to have your two-year-old come hang out with some big kids. Sometimes the kids love babies. My mom just picked I mean, something up from my house. Yeah, today. looking hey, back, I can honestly, right now, I can honestly say that my friendships, like my deep friendships that go beyond, well, this is the other problem with community, right? Everybody is not your friend. Can we please stop saying that? Can we, like, <laughs> develop, like, a real, a true definition of what, what a friend is and not mm -hmm. just a person you know or associate with, or knew when you were a child. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a whole other show. But the people I know that count as my friends, even right now, range in age from, what, maybe 27, 25 even, if I'm being extra generous, mm -hmm. from 25 to like 50 or 60 in some cases. Mm -hmm. Like, real true friendships. So for me to say, I want my child to play with kids that are their age or only their age or their age and like a six month up or down it's just not and it's how not, do they, it's not real life and then how do you learn from that because one of the beneficial things of having a community of different ages is everyone has a different experience 
And the bigger kids tend to sometimes pass those down to the younger kids and they help them along. If everybody's learning to walk at the same time, you know, it's just, it's just right. And the con- the the French the friendships, right? But the the conversations and the topics of mutual interest and hobbies or whatever are going to be different with people of all along that age spectrum. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get different things from all of those relationships and all of those people are going to get different things from me. Being the same person, different people at different stages in their life are going to bring out different things in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a harder, it's a smaller pool to be like a bunch of seven-year-olds hanging out together are all going to be able to um, help build each other up as opposed to a bunch of eight-year-old, five-year-old, six-year-old. All those different ages, I think, is a little more representative of a, a sound and helpful, healthy community. Um, right. And even in L, genders, we'll get into that another thing, mm-hmm. but having needing your boy to hang out with other seven-year-old boys is another thing. It's like, that's not, that's not necessary. None of that is necessary. Well, yeah, so it comes back, back around to what we were saying about being honest about what you need and what you're looking for. You're not necessarily looking for an, somebody to inter, in, entertain your child or engage with your child who is also a nine-year-old boy what you may be looking for for your child is someone who is interested in wrestling or someone who likes to be aggressive or someone who likes to play with legos or someone who likes i don't know who's into makeup right mm-hmm. so those are the specific things that you mean when you say these general things of age and gender mm-hmm. but that's not what you're looking for and that's not what your child is looking for mm-hmm. i could have i could give you nine different nine-year-olds who identify as boys and they are not automatically all going to have the same interests or even play the same way with the same thing. Mm, and that's so what I that mean, is yeah. not what you mean. We need to get more specific mm-hmm. about what we're looking for or what our children are looking for. And if they don't know, then we need to invest the time in having those conversations with them. Or even take the leap and expose them to those things. You may think, oh, my kid doesn't play well with younger kids. Maybe it's the younger kids that they've been exposed to in the past. Bring them to a homeschool event. You never know what will happen. It's just my kids hang out with teenagers at some like homeschooling and schooling things, and they just they're fine. Mm-hmm. And the teenagers are fine with them, and they engage. And when they've gotten all they're gonna get from that interaction, then they move on to other people, and it's just it is what it is. I mean. Mm-hmm. My niece used to love hanging out with, love seeing teenagers, but she was like really young. She used to call them all her friends, and I thought that was so funny. Like, and not it's not new, right? So, like, we think back culturally, how many of us grew up with people saying, like, oh, you're too little to be sitting at this table when all of the, maybe all of the aunts are chatting or all of the yeah. neighbors are chatting. Mm-hmm. It's like there's an inherent interest in what other people are doing. If the, even if they're older than you, you're curious. You want to know. You're learning from them. You're overhearing from that. And a lot of times we've culturally just dismissed that. Go away. This. Right. Mm-hmm. Go play with the other kids. Well, I don't want to play with the other kids. Go do something else. Okay, so like you don't like, sit here. Basically what we're saying is don't sit here and be interested in us and what we're doing. Go be five or be six or be eight. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? <laughs> 
I was that kid. I loved listening. And if to you asked them, they couldn't tell you, and you were being sassy or rude or <laughs> disrespectful or grown or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Which also boy. doesn't make sense because then you want kids to be kids, but you don't want them to be loud. You don't want them to be running around. So you bring them to a function. It's like sit in a corner and be quiet. And I don't want to know that you exist. But I also don't want you listening to my conversation. It's just you. Yeah, so. so the community that we are creating or have been creating is <laughs> ideally beyond <laughs> all of those things. Um, what are they watching? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Some movie we picked up from the library. Yeah, we're gonna ha- we're gonna wrap it up in a little bit anyway, so you don't have to hear um, the kung fu, the fighting in the background. <laughs> so our community is beyond those things, ideally. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do a lot of things that revolve around identity and race consciousness. And we have white people in the fold. That is not what we're saying, though. I think a lot of people kind of like to be dismissive by pretending that that's what the case is. Well, that are um, like exclusionary of like... Right. Like... And so like we, we have two groups. We have, or three, three, four circulating groups, I guess. <laughs> four or five groups, actually, yeah. and actually that circle around each other. We have homeschools of color on Facebook, which is where most of the conversation happens or doesn't happen, but is mm-hmm. prompted to happen. Um, and that is primarily, you have to be primarily a person of color. Um, and the primary homeschooler, excuse me. We have the Google group, sister group of that group, which is where we have families that are um, multiracial families. And the primary homeschooling parent is a person that is usually white or some variation of that, does not identify themselves as a person of color. Mm -hmm. We have families for equity. We have the co-op, which is diverse. Families for equity is diverse. We have... And when I say diverse, I mean including of white people. Yeah, basically. That's a new way to use diverse. Yeah, if you're willing to have the conversation um, about that that might pop up about race, social justice, those spaces are what we're referring to. Like, we don't exclude, we're not right. a brown space only. The homeschools of color space is only for people of color because we want it to be a safe space to have those conversations without the inclusion of white voices because sometimes it doesn't make it that safe or comfortable to have the conversations but as far as the co-op is concerned and we're never going to yeah. apologize for that no <laughs> no apologies but and and the people who are part of our co-op understand that right it is not a conversation a question of why that is needed or why they're they don't why they're excluded from that they understand the necessity of a space like that and they honor that books. no problem no questions asked that um ordered. but we have so our co-op um is a play-based co-op for and we are unschooly i should say but we also embrace a lot of different things we talk about curriculums at times we talk about lots of different things that we're doing on the side and it's not you know forced upon us to do anything in general our community is pretty open you have to be ready to have the hard conversations you have to be ready to accept um feedback about things you need to work on on yourself Mm -hmm. we are staunchly um open and inclusive of 
the LGBTQIA community with mm-hmm. no if ands, buts, or exceptions. Um, yes, that's a big so one. That will get you gone real quick. Mm-hmm. So that's a non-negotiable for our community. Um, but in terms of kids' ages, there's a wide variety. In terms of how people are actually homeschooling or unschooling or even parenting, there's a there's a bit of a variety mm-hmm. there. So our mm-hmm. community ultimately is based upon the work that you want to do. You get and in. how much you can participate and the nurturing or growing of that community. <laughs> you just knock them all over. Uh, uh, yeah, like I said, like, I think a true success or a helpful community is you get what you, you get out of it what you put into it. And if you're not putting anything into it, the expectation that you're going to all of a sudden see value in it shouldn't be there. Like you have to put in some type of legwork. I've been part of multiple communities before actively before landing where we are now and a lot of time I'd had to do a lot of work I had to host a lot of play dates I had to engage with some people I had to learn which people I didn't really want to be part of my small close-knit group and it it comes out of that I, you can't just walk up into a space and be like oh I want to be part of let's say homeschools of color and just join the group and think now I'm part of this community that's not it you have to put something into it especially if you're looking to get something out of it and I don't think you can homeschool without some type of helpful community you know me personally maybe there are some people out there who can homeschool without some type of community but I think you we all need some type of support a big portion of community is support so if you can manage without that support and still be thriving more power to me. <laughs> no, I can't. I I need support. Oh my god, I need so much some days. So yeah. I think ultimately if you're looking for something where you're putting less effort into it than you were receiving out of then you were not looking for community. You were looking that same for something else. That goes with friendships as well. Yes. If you if yeah if you're not putting in the same amount of work like if a, you got a friend that you can call at twelve a.m. in the morning but they can't call you like that's like that's not a balance like we you need some type of balance and for communities to have any balance and we all definitely I definitely get out of our close knit community what I put into it I definitely feel that it's balanced in that way and I think a lot more people need to explore that in themselves. Like, what am I putting into this and what am I expecting out of it in return? And those are your answers, like right there. Like, if you're not showing up, if you're not um, committing or providing anything, then you should not be expecting anything out of it. And if you're looking for community and you're not willing to do any of those things and you're not really looking for community. And if you're looking for conflict-free community, again, I don't, I don't know what it is that you are... <laughs> You need to really Is that like an sit down with a pen and paper and kind of define what it is that you think is happening. Mm, you don't want to be challenged. You don't want to be, you don't want people to actually like um, push back on things that you state. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I see, I see in a lot of these places, right, that people are like, don't go to this place, don't do that, don't join this. 
why what happened and it's like well I was there and they didn't agree with me and it's like but did they do something to you did they say something were they exclusionary was it offensive or oppressive are they racist like let me know I'll go so I'll go over there and stomp some shit out but it's like no they just didn't agree we didn't agree they had different ideas about things and it's like people so you left the community that was otherwise fine or what you were saying is your community that was otherwise fine but there was no big thing they just didn't see things exactly the way you saw them and again i'm not talking about big things right i'm not talking about your religion or your race or your like Mm -hmm. things that can kind of identify you and be the crux of who you are as a person Mm -hmm. You're talking about things like curriculum or the lack of curriculum or like... Oh, that would be something for joining our community. We're way too relaxed as far as... The, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> that's, I, I could see. Yeah. Or even like some parenting mm-hmm. things. Like, uh, listen, we are very... The large majority of our group, not all of them, are on the road or at least ideally working towards um, liberation. Yes, ultimately a liberated parenting path or at least a healing free range ish. Hopefully, recovery free (laughs) parenting path. Ideally, it we would like to possible? not have to be recovering ourselves I or not like that conversation having the children from... be in major recovery <laughs> from their childhood. Not everybody, but the vast majority. And so, like, obviously, there are some things you can come into conflict with there. But a lot of the times it's like, oh, well, that kid was a jerk and I brought it up to their parent and their parent didn't do anything about it. And it's like, well, did you express to the parent that... One, the kid was being a jerk, and that your expectation was for that parent to work with that child to some sort of resolution. No. Oh, that would have been conflict. I don't want to be. Conflict. No, I didn't do that. I just left angrily, and it's like that's your right to do that. Mm-hmm. But you can't then be over here telling us that this is a bad community because mm-hmm. your job as part of the community is to push back against that and say, like, hey, I'm here too. Mm-hmm. This is what I expected. Mm-hmm. I know that this is my expectation. But this is what I need towards resolution. How can we both be in this space and make it work or at least navigate this? Conflict it's not just resolution. you don't just abandon <laughs> no conflict abandon the community and then go on to say like bad things about the community if there's mm-hmm. not been things. But I see that in a lot of places. Like I'll ask people like, oh, you went to your, you were part of this group and how did that go? And it's like. And then we have the other part about like if you do have justified reasons why you left the community and it's either racial or anything charged that people don't really want to have the conversation there either they want to excuse it away see that's the thing because i feel like the big things people want to keep secrets like yeah well well, i left that i'm not in that group anymore because what does they say about me potentially (laughs) in community with you when you're not prepping me adequately right or walk into hellfire. Yeah, like, you don't want to have that conversation. You treat me like I'm the one who's a shit starter because I want to have the real conversation about the problems or the problematic parts of this community 
oh, but you want to excuse it or you don't want to actually dive into it or you make the claim that you don't experience those things, which we know is not really true and you're just silencing the whole entire experience. So, yeah, it's that's not community either. If you're there sacrificing the well-being of yourself and your children just for the sake of claiming you're part of something, that's not mm. a real community either because if the people that you are with on a daily basis allow you, I see <laughs> allow you to be silent and allow you to suffer then they're not your friends they're not a community worth being part of and your children are going to suffer and, and and as people like we said who are trying to be trauma um raise children with trauma <laughs> mommy look we're recording they can hear you saying everything is awesome you want to sing your song yeah, everything's awesome. Everything's awesome. Everything's awesome. Was that from the Lego movie? No. No. All right. Well, see, look, you got a little. Um, see, we're having show. community right now. Kids are downstairs having their bi-weekly movie day. <laughs> and they have conflicts too. Look at this. All right. Well, Kamora like has allowed it. us to like wrap this up. We're gonna just. Take it from there. Uh, I think at this point, I don't. I know we touched on a couple of different things. I think we might I need feel to. Like we're so negative with these things. We are it's, negative, and I think we it's, need something uh, positive yeah, to talk about. I, yes, I agree, but I, I think it's good. I think that I'm up for a- answering questions that we may have touched upon. Maybe we didn't explore something all the way through, and I think yeah, we'll do something happy because this one and the last one were yeah, kind of little. Down. Is this the end? All right. Well, mm-hmm. till next time. This is to be decided. Right. See ya. <laughs>